0: You're tuned in to the First Issue Club Podcast. This week, we're going to be covering Astro Hustle out on Dark Horse and The Scrolls out on Marvel Comics.
1: Um, technically, it's Meet
0: The Scrolls. We're still the First Issue Club Podcast. This is the weekly podcast where we cover first issues that have come out on a weekly basis. We love to cover them because it's a great place for you to jump in and start reading with the club. And if you follow us along, we might lead you for the through the murky and sometimes muddy waters that is the comic book landscape. I said it. When you free associate like that, I do not know what's going to come out of your mouth, <laughs> and
1: it's a it is a surprise every time for me. And I love it personally. Free, asso-
0: free associate is that what that is? Yeah. Okay.
1: Do you plan out what you're going to say? No. Do you start saying words?
0: Yeah, but I kind of have an idea of where I'm going. That's
1: free associating.
0: Am I wrong? No, you're right. Okay. I thought free association was like, I'm saying alligator. What comes to your mind?
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) Um, that too.
0: Kind of. That's like an improv game. Okay. That's like freebasing with words? Yeah. (laughs) Great. Okay. It's just as addictive.
2: (laughs) Getting jacked on words.
0: Since we're talking about comics, what other thing could we be talking about?
3: Um I don't, I don't know <laughs> This is what I'm talking about <laughs> Oh boy <laughs> Did we make the right choice on host this Yeah is... <laughs> but
2: we just sprung it on him He's like <laughs> This is true
3: I like b- to
1: make my kill... pitch for writing a script you're for ki- every episode You're killing your audition
3: I'm, pa- I'm too power hungry <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> So uh, <laughs> Just talk normally talk, talk
1: like you're talking to us
0: No I, I got it I walked to my comic book store today, and uh, I had been on my phone because I realized that there was a secret variant. And showed up to my store two minutes before it opened, and I got it, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Which one was it? It was Silly Seal and Pig Man with, uh, <laughs> with the superhero uh, you created. <laughs> you know what one I'm talking about, right? Uh, what's it called? Ziggy the Pig. Ziggy the Pig and Secret Seal. Nope. Silly seal. Just end it with Ziggy the pig. What's the silly seal
3: part? Is it silly seal? There's something about a
2: silly... You said it. Did
3: you bring it with you? We're a comic book reading club, not comic book experts. It's too valuable. (laughs) A whopping
1: $35.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so this cover was all the buzz at my comic book shop. So you had snuck into yours, and they had no clue that this was a thing, probably, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Complete opposite scenario at my store, like the owner of the store knew that that was happening had called the guy at the shop to say like hey look out for these they happened to not get the a cover at my shop which is very odd they only got the <laughs> uh, young, only, the young they, guns cover yeah they only got the young guns cover so none of these were to be had but like everyone who walked in the door was like zipping over to marvel first as if to look for it and what what I'm wondering is how like i have a group of four friends who are very internet savvy, who stay up on us? Yeah, stay up on Twitter. Okay. And know these things about like comic shops, and you just happen to like find one in your shop. How does everyone else know about it?
0: I, I think this is my speculation. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. This Venom thing that has heated up, Venom has just been a huge series in Marvel, and they did a secret one for what ended up being the first appearance of Dylan Brock. Mm-hmm. Um, Venom's son, Eddie Brock's son. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And because they did a secret variant, which was kind of ho hum, that book shot up to be hundred and thirty dollars ish, or at least over hundred. I don't don't quote me on that, but I, it's it's over hundred on eBay. Anyway. Even and if
1: you do quote him on it, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. You quote, can't
0: sue him. Quote me on it. <laughs> I just don't want to be wrong. Uh. And then um. Okay. So that happens, and I think that. That set the world ablaze in a lot of ways in the comic book world discussion because it's like I randomly, I mean, Greg randomly got a book that was seemingly not that much money, boom, $100. It doesn't happen especially in the the course of like four or five weeks or six weeks or seven weeks. So then Marvel announces that they're going to do that on a really big week for them and they don't tell you what book it's going to be. There was a lot of speculation that it was going to be Meet the Scrolls. And then this morning, as spoilers are happening, they figure out it's this poop emoji on a book for... Yeah, Zippy uh, the Pig. Zippy the Pig.
1: By the way, terrible secret variant. So lame.
0: Yes. The only, the gr- only th-
1: Grumble did this same thing, and I flipped that book. The only thing that made this variant different than the regular cover was they added a poop emoji. Was, that's not fun. If you're going to do a secret variant, do something like so off the goddamn
3: wall... It also isn't, it merits it's the innocuous. cost. innocuous.
0: It was hard to find.
3: I I think that's kind of cool about it. I like that it's like a little sneak thing. And that then it's like, so subtle that yeah, you... Yeah, and then like weeks later you might find out, oh, I have this thing that's like sought after. That's fun. I don't like the fact that um, stores drive up the price of variants or that the comic book industry has stores by the balls because they have to like pay all this Mm -hmm. money and buy so many fucking books just to get, like, a handful of valuable variants, it's kind of cool to just throw that out with the main cover and just have some, like, teeny tiny thing that's easy to miss.
0: I I totally agree. You remember when you grabbed the uh, Sex Criminals polybag and you got, like, a... Yes. The hand-drawn cover? You got a hand-drawn cover? Yeah. 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 I honestly think you should get that graded, but that was... I, was a, I remember that was a huge day for me, just texting you about it. <laughs> <laughs> just as I your was, friend, it was a big day for me. <laughs> I was
3: stoked. I couldn't believe it. I bought, like, one of those, and the one I popped was a, a, I a hand-sketched cover. I subsequently bought 10 of them. And I bought you another, uh, like yeah. I bought you another couple, cause my shop had more, and none of them were hits, right?
0: I didn't, yeah. At the time, I didn't realize, like, cause you got one, so mm-hmm. in my mind, I was like, oh, these are accessible. Yeah, if you if you buy ten, and so I went to this one store and I bought three of them, and the guy and the guy goes, oh, hunting for one of those, you're never gonna find it, and I was like, that's not how you make a sale, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's for that nine dollars. That, that means that guy opened all of them and then resealed them. Oh, uh, that's actually they probably do have a heat gun, yeah. to be able to do that. My point with Polybag too, or I don't know if I had this point, but it just thought occurred to me. Why would Marvel not make the secret variant inside their... They had a Polybag uh, issue yeah. this week. Yeah, but
1: that was for Prisoner X or whatever, or I, X Prisoner, and they're all but, the same. Yeah, doesn't matter.
3: I don't understand the point of Polybagging something either. when it's all the same. Yeah. Why? Is that or, like, or if why there's why is no it the
1: nudie, nudiness. Is that like harkening back to the 90s when they used to do that? Because they used to Polybag in the 90s, and all the covers were still the same. But sometimes would, you get a trading card. Wait, they they
0: didn't polybag everything. They would polybag... Not if, everything, if but like a, mostly X-Men. <laughs> they would polybag for some random reason. Magic the Gathering was polybagged a lot because they threw a card in it. Yeah, yeah. like
1: every yeah. once in a while they throw an X-Men card in or some something so the, random.
2: Was it to n- to like never have people know when something extra was going to be added? Is like if it's just polybagged all I the time? I think they're... they're
1: not gonna... The polybags were clear a lot of the time. Yeah, their reasoning was like, uh, you know how like sometimes you put a sandwich in a bag to keep it fresh, like that was their shtick. Like don't keep it, don't take it out of the bag. It'll be worth more money if the poly bag's still sealed for all these
0: X Men comics that there's a million of. As well, teen, as teenagers, the porn that you guys were buying with with that poly bag too, because it was like so risque.
1: Yeah, like it was like more um, like uh, 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 forbidden. Mm-hmm. I used, I I actually liked the, the poly bag over my pornography. It made it easier to clean.
0: Yeah, it's like drinking alcohol out of a paper bag in public. So is. <laughs>
3: Is porn that's still polybagged worth money?
0: I don't know. Ask your dumbass <laughs> comic book store if they sell porn, people listening to this podcast. <laughs> and then tweet us later about it. <laughs> yeah.
2: We are really hard on stores, guys. <laughs> this I think is we're not a-, a good look.
0: I think we're hard on stores that try to make a buck. Like, if you're selling porn, you're trying to make a buck. That's a weird, that's a weird look.
3: Yeah, it's yeah, totally it out is. of place for, it like, is. comic book fans. Yeah,
0: yeah let me Let me remind you who comic books are for children i'm not into censoring porn but i think like i don't know you are into knowing your audience (laughs) yeah
2: well (laughs) and it's just weird to have those two audiences mixing like in one establishment to Mm -hmm. just try to stay relevant to a wider net yeah
0: it's just like fishing for money also who buys porn still Old guys.
3: Well, you have to be like a connoisseur of porn oh, here we to go. go out and like pick it up. <laughs> Boy, I'm not an expert. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. I've seen your basement. Like a collector? You have to like collect hard copies of pornography. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that even valuable? The articles. <laughs> is I don't it? know. I don't, I, I don't think. Maybe some old
1: issues of Playboy are valuable, but I don't know, random smut you just pick up from.
0: Yeah. So that. Everything bre- has a subculture. Uh, that I brings me to the next thing. That's true. Valuable stuff. So, spec buying, people that buy things just for like the value of the cover, uh-huh. which happens a lot, which is really sustaining a lot of the comic book industry.
3: Right. What do you guys think about that? I have an issue with flip. I, I call it flip culture. Mm-hmm. I do too. The idea of you call it the same thing I call it. I thought I called it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I-,
1: I also have an <laughs> issue with it. Okay. <laughs> I call it something else. You call it the same what thing. What do you call it? Um, uh, flip dip culture oh cuz they they dipped flipped
2: dips. culture flipped culture yeah so that's what i call it
3: trip fantasia i i think the so all the people selling these books know better you know that you're living within a moment where something is a buzz and novice comic book collector missed the book that everyone's talking about and they want to get their hands on it so you can charge just insurmountable amounts of money for something that once the buzz is over, the, the value of the majority of these things, I'm going to say 95% of them, are going to drop probably by like 80% yes. and so, not hold their value. Yes. I understand your point.
0: Yep. I think it's like this thing about playing the stock market because like, it's the eBay average is going to go up as the value of it goes up like so there's not it, it there's not an outstanding book that's just trying to get a hundred dollars on that's I think e- eBay kind of democratizes the process yes yep. they shouldn't be selling these books for 30 bucks necessarily but if it was a low pl- print run people really like the variant for some reason I don't know it well
1: let's not ignore the fact that there are currently websites out there now phone apps that are pu- purely for speculative news about comic books in the comic book industry. All of us follow those. And I have done a little experiment on my own. When I get a notification of a certain book reaching a certain spec point, I will go check that book on eBay, and the prices are inflated by 50%. At that point. At that point. Like, I get a little notification, boop, Spider-Man 242 features this character for the first time. And what and that book may have been four dollars 10 minutes ago, now it is no less than 20.
0: All right, final topic. We are coming to a con near you. We're going to be at C2E2. If you live in Chicago or Kansas City. In Chicago. If you live in the Midwest.
2: We are coming to two cons (laughs) near some of you.
0: (laughs) But you could travel to them. And we will also be at Planet Comic Con with our very own panel
3: and live podcast performance. When we got our time slotted at uh, Planet Comic Con, I was like, this is primo time. We're probably the same time as a huge fucking panel yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to get randos so, walking in. So well, anyone who shows up to, like, see us instead of, like, uh, Captain Picard, like, yeah. I'll, we'll try to make it worth your well, while. I, yeah. <laughs> I know you ordered
0: a bunch of free stuff. I got, I have some stuff that I've pushed over to the side to be able to give away. Yeah, giveaways. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love that. That's really what I really want to do. I just want to give away comic books. I want books every, and...
0: everybody there walking away with something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so the point is we're going to be at Planet Comic Con at the end of March, and we're going to be at C2E2 the weekend before. Um, If you see
3: us at any of them, say hi. Yeah, we'd love to
1: get to know you people more.
3: All right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Let's get this podcast.
1: Alrighty, now we have "Meet the Scrolls" by Robbie Thompson and Nico
0: Heinrichan. <laughs> <laughs> You're too critical on your like your word pronunciation.
2: You're totally fine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is all. This is all staying in, by the way. It's just like, your mouth has a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> that this was l- we like rip on you so hard the afterwards. That you said <laughs> Heinrich (laughs) Kong, Oh, my
1: God. Keep it in. Keep it in. Uh. All right. So Meet the Scrolls is about a family of scrolls living on Earth disguised as humans trying to live the uh, quintessential leave-it-to-beaver life, uh, all the while trying to stop uh, this government ploy to develop these tools to be able to see through the scroll disguises to eradicate them from Earth. We get introduced to this family um, that is trying to um, befriend other humans to gain their secrets, to gain access to the government buildings. Uh, We learn more about them. We learn more about the government uh, ploy to get rid of them. What do you guys think? Let me clear
0: the air on this book. If you have a pulse, you're going to like this book. Whoa! How
1: is that clearing the air? Yeah. I just
0: I don't I don't want there to be any mystery about this book.
1: Let me be... stop the rumors right now. If you are alive and have any kind of uh, heartbeat, you're gonna love this book.
0: I yes, I think you might love it. You definitely will like it. And I think that there was some speculation on if this book was gonna be a flub or uh, good. And the verdict is in. is good.
3: You heard it here first, folks.
0: Not a flub. BK approves. Not a
1: first issue flub. <laughs> flub proof. Is it flub or fantastic? Find <laughs> out on
3: First Issue Club. Two fantastics. I love it. The- Scrolls have classically been like very throwaway characters. Yeah, and a uh, and a character type that I've always hated. Like, what do you mean? It's always bugged me in Marvel comics where you're being told this. Incredible story, and then something easily gets explained off because, like, oh, a scroll did it. It was a scroll. If you don't know, scrolls are shapeshifters. They can turn into whatever they want and look like whoever they want. They're silons. So correct. A lot of times, when you see a character die, that it's like a big deal. Turns out they were just a scroll version of that person or something. It's it's the same storytelling device to me as saying like, oh, it all turned out to be a dream. Mm, they correct. just Invented, like, their own easy way out with scrolls. So, always hated them. It's very cool to see them uh, on a personal level. Uh, I love the daughter who has grown up her entire life on Earth and doesn't have the context that everyone else has. She feels like Earthlings are her people. Right. And has a whole different perspective on betraying them, using them. Taking advantage of people, like I loved that about this book.
1: Yeah, it seems like she wants to spend more time connecting with humans rather than infiltrating them for the benefit of their race, which is a very unique
0: take on the uh, scroll uh, species. A fad for a while in fiction was like, look at the bad guys' way mm-hmm. of life. It's that movie where it's like those mini yellow creatures are in minions. Minions. Um what's the name of that movie? Despicable, Despicable me. me. Yeah, where it's just he's really actually a good guy that maybe has done some bad things or whatever. Yeah, the they try to humanize the villain. Right. This the scrolls are actually bad, and I like that about this.
1: Well, I'm not sure that they're bad. They just want to preserve their
0: race. And I, for right now, I believe tr- in their objective, but they're not gonna be good for humankind.
3: No, well, it was interesting to to read a book too where I think there's only villains. Save for this one person who's killing scrolls, and they seem like a bad guy to me, too. In yeah. this case, it's like bad guys versus bad guys.
1: Right. To be fair, I'm not really good for humankind either. <laughs> but I just think they they just want to live peacefully here and not be discovered. So that's what I've gathered so far from this particular family unit. What, no. ab-
3: what about this just... Not correct. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. They're going to overthrow Earth. They want to, yeah. like... I'm not no. sure we read the same book. Actually, yeah They they, they want to take control. You know what? I read Zippy the Pig. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm realizing this now. Was that? It? Maybe I read it too quick. Maybe that was my
0: problem. So yeah. they want to take over Earth.
3: No excuses. Yeah, no. to preserve their life.
0: <laughs> oh well, well then uh, fuck them. What uh? What do you guys think about this? Is like
3: crazy high school story though too as well. I think it's great. I think like this the the character that's in high school is like your total. Nerd coming of age trying to figure out how and where you fit in only on steroids because she's an alien, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, so she feels like a fake already. Which you know, being comic book nerds, we felt like fakes in high school, I'm sure, mm-hmm. tried to find our way where we fit in. Uh, so that narrative is like super interesting to me.
0: What okay, so one thing that I was thinking about is there's a lot of like uh, mean girls writing, and this is this is written by. A dude, I think right, Robbie. Robbie, where it's like, oh, you gotta be mean to other girls to like get in with girls. Is that like still a thing, or is that just fun? that a, just a fun way to write high school, like as like there's mean girl clubs and to infiltrate them, you have to like put down other people.
1: Well, it's been fifteen years since I've been a mean girl in high school, uh, but back then, well- yeah. So if you had a silver tongue and
0: so that's, it sliced through anyone's self-esteem, you were in. That's slightly my point. Is that I think in high school there was a little bit of that. I kind of maybe I just rose-colored glasses, but I kind of thought a lot of that went away. And there's like people don't really do that kind of shit I don't, anymore. This
3: is. I think this is a thing that will persist throughout time, not only in school but in workplaces, etc. That. There's going to be clicks. People are just straight up mean to each other, and like just dirt bags. People play no games. Reason. Yeah, people. People don't pe- play games with me. People try to win everything. Well, <laughs> you play games with yourself. We've established that you believe yourself to be an alpha, so <laughs> you're from the inside looking out. Wait, how did we? I don't remember that. Yeah, when was oh, that episode? Oh, uh, this is uh the guy who identified with Leonardo the Ninja Turtle as a child.
0: Oh, you it, did? Because he had
3: fucking swords. No, no. Did you guys like a big you're, stick? What was, said, a, what was said, a big stick? You said do? specifically that you were a leader.
0: Uh, I think <laughs> I said I like the color blue and big swords. I did say that I liked that he was a leader, but I, I looked up to him because I couldn't be that. Total mm-hmm. alpha answer. Yeah, totally. It was an inspiration. Yeah, I'm wrong. You are. You're also an incel. <laughs> oh God, here we go. Now,
1: see, <laughs> now see, you're now destroying it from within. Now he's
3: leaning into it too. He's just calling me names. <laughs> Uh, so I'll say at least that the being a judgy high school girl that enters into a clique serves as a good method to show that the scrolls are more intelligent than humans, right? And that they can see right through their like simple devices for like gaining hierarchy Mm -hmm. within groups of people. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. But
1: it it definitely takes the. Fish out of water story and adds a certain layer to it of like oh and by the way I am a fucking alien that's why I'm not fitting in in high school Yep. I think so
2: this kind con- this convo like way got away from me and I had things to pepper in but like I didn't really like it well tell uh, us why that's all right. um, I
0: re- I started by railroading you I'm no sorry.
2: no you're fine like I I don't know I just had different takes on how they were completing their objective the most um questionable of them all seem to be the dad because he's looking at this photograph of the little girl who I don't know how she died, but she clearly died because her room is empty, and he's, like, crying at this photograph.
0: That was a little weird, just how there was a dead kid and you don't really understand that part of it.
1: Which I'm sure we'll find out eventually, but...
0: Yeah, I'm not saying it should be in here, but I just didn't quite get, like, the references were really quick on that.
3: Yeah, I think we were supposed to take it that they had... Two daughters who were like kick ass and alphas, and then their last daughter, who was their youngest, is definitely more of a beta, and she was raised entirely on Earth. Doesn't have like the whole background and pride in being a scroll that everyone else has because of their like nationality and ties to their like homeland.
2: Maybe that's what it was because it doesn't really seem like she's like totally embraced humankind but maybe it's the fact that she cannot and will not embrace being a scroll. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah she's
3: stuck between worlds. Yeah. She's the most dynamic and interesting character here. Thus yeah. I think that's why she's probably the lead character. Right.
2: I did I think the part that like really also intrigued me though was when the the older girl turned back into a, her human form at the dinner table and they were like that's not what we do. Like they all yeah. sat down, and you thought they were going to get admonished for, like, using their phones at the dinner table, but they're like, no, we're not humans at the dinner that table. That was
0: a really good, like, uh, flipper yeah, to, yeah. To, to fool people. Do you guys think this has any similarities between uh, Tom King's vision and, and this?
2: Maybe that's why I didn't like it as much, because I held it to a different standard.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can... I think that uh obviously they wanted to get a scroll story story out because they are gonna be in Captain Marvel. Right. So like to have them fresh in people's minds probably a good idea marketing wise. But I just feel like when's the last time we got an interesting scroll story that really delved into them as a species and what they do when they're not fighting superheroes? I mean, this is a job. uh, This is a book about them trying to preserve their race Mm -hmm. because uh, some scientists have figured out how to detect them. Yep. When they're,
2: I don't know if this is worth mentioning, but the guy that was talking to the dad of the family when he like goes and meets him, and he's this leader guy.
1: Yeah. What's his name? Monolith, Molith, something
3: like that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, um, couple things like there's some tension with him and the wife because she's. I guess the leader, the matriarch of the family, but this guy is constantly calling the dad away for special missions, which I don't I mean I was I guess I was really just interested in the dynamics of them as a family unit and not so much what was going on right with their objectives or the overall goal. Um,
0: I think they're gonna like suss that out more. I yeah. mean that's what I got from this comic is like this is gonna be a comic about a family uh, that has a really hard task. I don't know. Yeah. They did
3: a great job, I think, of putting in layers like that and setting up tensions between characters. The older sister who's a bully, the daughter who's dead, who's left some, like, vacancy in the family, that, and some inf- inferiority complex for the younger daughter because she may another, never live up to this other child that they lost, etc., um, etc. Et There's just, like, a lot for the family to work out. All the while... It's part of, a like, a political thriller slash alien invasion story. Mm-hmm. I got a question for you guys on, on
0: Scroll uh, Anatomy. Uh-huh. If you could just make your body look amazing, would you ever work out? No. You wouldn't need to. Yeah, there's no need for them to do any physical activity. Yeah,
3: they've got so much control over their body.
2: Yeah, except for some—I mean, sometimes I might just, like, I don't know, get— Doing something and exerting the energy, I probably still would
3: for like a meditative
0: purpose. Yeah. yeah. See, Caitlin's a good person. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Snow. <laughs> well,
3: the rest of us are just vain. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting to think. No, that, no, like, no. We Don't are...
2: get me wrong. I would like have other days where I'd be like, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna eat just a shit ton of ice cream and just be like, hey, race.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want our vain at the best convenience for us. Just because you guys are willing to work for it a little more, doesn't make you better. You're still vain.
3: Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I love the idea of these characters. Like when they die, that's the only time they revert back to their like true natural form. (laughs) They all all look like like Mojo. You pass away, yeah, and then you're just this like beached whale out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh,
1: he was hideous, (laughs) and we need a bigger casket.
2: People just popping out of their caskets all right.
1: the time. <laughs> uh, well, with this book, it kind of set up a cool story about espionage, spies, eradicating a species. Hits all my <laughs> hits all my uh, my uh, check marks for a good book. Uh, set up an interesting story. You guys gonna keep up with it or wait for a trade?
3: I will 100% read it. If Marcos Martín is doing the, all the covers for it, then you better believe I'll be picking <laughs> yeah, it up. Yeah, this cover was He's one of my super cool favorite artists. Um, and it also got me a little more pumped, I think, for uh, Captain Marvel. Because when she's punching the scrolls, I'm going to be thinking about, what was their day life like? Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what's, what do they got going on at home?
1: Yeah. Did, did uh, Captain Marvel make them late for, like, a meeting yeah. or something? They're or? not
3: just going to be uh, faceless goops that get pounded. Nope. Caitlin's a no, though. Don't tell her what she is. <laughs> Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> Way to stand up for your girl, Greg. It's my baby.
2: I don't know. I'm saying jury's out.
1: Hung jury. We got we got three yeses and a hung jury. <laughs> that's
0: a 3.5 out of four.
2: <laughs> that's how many of us there are. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that's a
3: great rating. <laughs> that is a great, <laughs> great. Rating. Yeah, I think in
0: 2019 it might be the highest rating so far, actually. <laughs> yeah. to That's this a good point. point. Yeah, and man. the first one we've done. <laughs> and the first rating. <laughs> when you slice it like that.
1: <laughs> this was the highest and lowest score we've given for 2019.
0: Well, you heard it here first on First Issue Club. Meet the Scrolls a whopping 3.5.
2: Next up, we have Astro Hustle by Nitz, which I guess I should have asked before I got into it. Nitz. Nitz. And Riley, (laughs) got to say it with the same amount of oomph. Um, Chen Andalou Andalou, is the son and brother of war heroes, but he is mostly just trying not to get killed in this first issue. Um, If he can shut up long enough to stay out of trouble, he may become himself a war hero or perhaps a space pirate. (laughs) That's kind of it. Yeah, Yeah. that is (laughs) you hit the nail on the fucking head right there. I love it. Concise. It was fun. I really liked this. I liked the style of it. It was like Jetsons, Kung Fu, pirates, like
1: seventies. Yep. It was like dirty Tintin. I love it.
2: uh,
1: When we started this, I didn't like it, and by the end of it, I was like, "I need a hundred more issues of this with the same energy."
0: Hang on, you
3: did not like the start of it. You didn't like like the weird sex orgy. Oh my god! The opening opening of the book was brilliant. You're all right. So many (laughs) levels. (laughs)
0: You you didn't like the cover because that's the only thing before it starts getting amazing.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Perhaps I misspoke. There was a little. In the first half, that was just like, okay, I'm getting bored. And then it I just kicked, kicked it up. Like, when he's on the fucking island with all dead people, I was just like, where? It got too confusing. And then it just went high octane, and I was back in.
2: You mean before it actually gets to him being on the planet? Like, that whole little... Yeah. Do you mean that... Well, like, you know what? Maybe I'm just wrong.
0: Too. Maybe I'm just wrong on all accounts. Orgy, robot murders everybody... One surviving guy gets arrested and becomes a pirate. That's how you make a damn comic book.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and he's recognized everywhere he goes as the son of these, like, yeah, grandstanding, Criminals. like, yeah, traitors slash heroes to a resistance. Maybe
3: I
1: just wanted more out of the space orgies.
3: I'll tell you what. I, I like that. When you open this book, that's the, I really wanted to talk about the opening scene because you open it up and you're just expecting it to be this campy space romp with sexy babes and dude-on-dude dude action. Everyone's wearing underwear and is fully jacked on drugs. <laughs> and you're just like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like, I loved it. And then uh, immediately the character that we were led to believe is the lead. <laughs> is killed, and then, like, the next turn of the page, everyone you've met in the comic book so far is murdered. Like, unbelievable way to start a book. Not just murdered, but shot in the space. From the covers covers of this book, you would have no context of, like, what it's going to be about or how we're going to get there. And so there's no reason to think that the characters they spent a handful of pages setting you up with weren't going to continue throughout the course of the book. Right. So I loved that we got that false start or this little bit of like weird exposition before we got into any actual story whatsoever. Totally agree. I thought it was brilliant. When something says hustle,
0: like is that a reference to it being about kung fu or drug usage or neither?
2: Well, I mean, I thought you meant more of like the hustle of... Like trying yeah. to, I guess, make a living as I'm like a kind of making
0: a joke, but I also was like, like, <laughs> why is Let's it? Let's really break this joke Why, why is it, down it called Astro it Hustle? For you? Yeah, like it was
3: a little bit misleading in some ways. Yeah, I agree. Here's here's my take on that. So both covers of this book, the A and the B, were vintage throwback kind of vibe, and then the inside of it was like '70s sci-fi space porn for the first part of it, Mm -hmm. and then I definitely got a Flash Gordon vibe for the second half of it. Right, great reference. And I think there's something that's kind of like do the hustle, 70s era uh, sci-fi about this. So putting the word Astro with Hustle is like 70s sci-fi.
1: Absolutely right.
2: Yeah. Dead on. I think Astro also, the whole thing is like very, very retro-futuristic, like those shows, Mm -hmm. I mean... That like Astro City, like the the style of it, but like this is even way more seventies than that. Like,
3: hey, can we add this as a segment to the show full time? Uh, Tell me about this. How does the segment work? The segment. I'm trying to think of a clever name for it. Um, Title surgeon. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Where we break down the uh, title of the book what is yeah, 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 and yeah. What, it, what it means. We dissect yeah. it. We dissect the title. I'll say sometimes they're very obvious and on the nose, and other times they're like an allusion to like a greater thing in the story that's coming at another point. Can we add like a sound effect? Yes. Yeah, like you, now it's, you, it's time for
0: Title Surgeon. Doot, 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 doot. Oh, that's doot. good. How is that good, though? Wait, no, but I I, 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 I was thinking about this. It makes
2: sense. Ah!
0: (laughs) That's like how surgery goes, right? My
1: HMO doesn't cover this.
2: (laughs) I'm not sedated.
1: (laughs) Turn your head and cough.
0: (laughs) My lung again? (laughs) It's terminal.
2: (laughs) Oh, my. You guys just have them all.
0: (laughs) You implanted a rat in me. It's called scabies, (laughs) Mr. Johnson. (laughs) How am I pregnant? I'm a man. Ooh, that's a good one. We should end with
1: that one. <laughs> yeah. So we've got 17 options.
2: Yeah. Or we should just all do them all rapid fire in, every right. time. Okay.
1: Nope. But I, actually, I do love that concept of a segment.
3: Okay. Yeah. What was Thank it called you. again? It's not called anything. That was just a tentative throwaway title. Title Surgeon. Title Surgeon. No, surgeon. It, we're not calling it that. First,
1: Nope. Title Surgeon for the first Damn time it. here on First yeah. Issue Club, the brainchild of Michael DeStacy. Okay. And it'll be here I forever. I'm not going to own it unless it <laughs> does yeah. really well.
0: <laughs> <to give> <laughs> title Surgeon I'm MD. To you could be like the Doogie Howser of it. Title Surgeon true. with MD. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. oh. oh.
3: oh was perfect. It all gelled it so was wonderfully It was meant to be MDMI initial
2: situation. And I love known. that we did it after we had already done the segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
1: the power of
3: editing. <laughs> Next time, babies.
2: The the I was going to say um the lead character um
3: I was so excited cuz we'd see we'd seemingly exhausted this so so much to a, just an insane degree that I was like, finally, someone's moving us on to the next fucking thing. And then here we go the Doogie Hauser theme song, a reference that no. less than half of our <laughs> listeners will understand. Sorry,
0: Caitlin. You're fine.
3: Yeah, speaking of railroading, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, that could be. <laughs> it's not I... my birthday. I apologize. It
0: was Greg's birthday.
2: It was.
0: It was. This will be cut. It was. Okay.
1: I don't want people to know my age. (laughs) (laughs) Makes it easier for me to be found. Well, they don't know your
2: age just because they know that you had a birthday yesterday.
1: They'll deduce it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, my
3: God. Okay. All this days.
2: I was just going to say that I thought the lead character was a great choice and seemed to fit very well into the story.
3: Yeah, there was a whole concept with him being frozen for 60, 60 years. years.
1: Which we talked
2: about last episode with
1: uh, extremists, that, the power of freezing someone.
3: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Cryo.
3: Mm-hmm. Cryo froze. <laughs> so, he, yeah, he was an instrumental part of this, like, bygone era and the politics of that time. And so it's interesting to bring him back in as a potential person who could incite a revolution. Is he going to be like an
0: Austin Powers character where he's like, I don't understand how this world works. Well, here's
3: the interesting thing because he is a man at a time, right? Mm -hmm. But how does that work in like the the year like 4500 where like I think we put it in our heads that's that far into the future. Everything will have been homogenized into like one look. That like barely changes anymore. It was sleeping bugs, cool. Like are are women gonna be hyper feminine in the future and men super masculine, or are we all just gonna be like one androgynous like mess that has like a signature style that doesn't change decade to decade.
2: Yeah. And this is so far into the future that he's much more he's still much more closer to their time than ours. Like he's only, he's only been frozen for sixty years.
3: That's a great point. So as the reader, you're just like we're yeah, we're no the big grandpas. deal, yeah. But to him, he's probably very taken aback. It's interesting yeah. he didn't age in that process. Who ages in a cryo frozen <laughs> process? That's the I whole point know. of it.
0: Oh, I never realized that.
3: Was there only one alien
1: species in this that was based off an animal? They went to like the, oh, there the were judge a hand- and jury planet or whatever yeah there oh, was, like yeah, some yeah, yeah, weird yeah.
3: bull. I think in the pirate ship there's a handful of uh, swashbucklers yes, who are yes. different alien weirdo creatures. I love that when you get like uh the, the concept of aliens that it's like so there's a horse guy and a snapping turtle Yeah, man. like <laughs>
1: come on.
2: What
3: happened with science where we're yeah. just like, "Hey, you know what? We're bored." Yeah. Uh God only knows what we know. He can make he can make bipedal versions of only the things that we already know exist. I
1: hope I live long enough to be overthrown by a species that we create that wants to seek vengeance. Does it have to be sentient? Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: In your ideal world. Yes. Yeah. Like Um, think
1: about sorry to bother you, but to the next level.
0: Well, I'm into that. I'm also, in. yeah, I'm into, like, any, being overthrown in any way. Yeah. Even, An- even anthropomorphic anything. Even if I it's Terminator, it. though. I don't want it to be a robot.
1: <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I, well, because, like, a robot can't get tired. You know what I
0: mean?
3: <laughs> a penguin.
0: Oh, I don't, so in your scenario, you need to win against <laughs> the, 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 I want to have a fighting chance. Mm, I just want to be ravished. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you do. <laughs> By a robot, though? They're so pointy. <laughs> That's true, actually. Does ravished mean somebody has sex with you? I think it just means overtaken. Oh, what's this
3: segment where we where we say a word? and We I was we, just we, I, w- it. I was gonna say this segment's called on an island, <laughs> where just fucking budget king and Greg just talk about whatever the fuck, and me and Caitlin space out and just let you guys just exhaust yourselves before we chime back in with this real time, conversation. We were
2: laughing at crocodile and. Yeah, the boat is full
3: of just the most lazily (laughs) created aliens. (laughs) Crocodile Man's tiny arms were killing me. There's a crocodile, a frog, a cat, a bulldog man, a penguin, a bear, (laughs) and then some tiny snake.
1: What else can we make aliens? What else? What else? A monkey? How about a monkey?
3: The whole pirate ship is just animal people.
2: Yeah, I think they're the only two just humans. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I dig it. I really love this book. I thought it was super fun. Yeah. Agreed. Towards the end. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Why are you laughing at me? I don't know.
0: That about does it for this week's uh, comic book exploration, comic book journey, comic book fiesta. And uh, we got a. There was a ton of number ones that came out this week, and I think we plan to do some uh, YouTube videos on them, so that you you can uh, dip your toes into them, Mm -hmm. uh, check them out. This was a great book or week for uh, comic books, so um, I hope you had some fun purchasing or reading with us or anything like that.
3: See you guys next week.
2: This has been another episode of First Issue Club. We are a proud member of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts. Our music is provided by Primary Color Music. We are recorded in KCUR Studios. You can find us, rate us, friend, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, and your favorite listening platforms at First Issue Club, F-I-R-S-T.
3: Got it. Cut and print. One take. Dropbox me that. Bullshit. shit <laughs>